Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And guess what, guys? We've been doing this for a year. Almost a year. July well, 9th is a, a year. Well, what time we listen to this anyway? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, dang, we've been doing this for an entire year. Yeah. This is our anniversary episode. Technically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, technically, when next went. So, I think that's kind of interesting. I think it's kind of cool if we go into like because i know like for me it's been it so that marks like a year that was weird okay what i thought i heard a voice under mine <laughs> okay whatever what's new wouldn't that be something convenient enough for a yearly yeah um but basically <clears throat> uh what was i gonna say uh basically a year of me diving deep into my abilities and almost a year for you because I would say like October ish is when you really start. No, no, no. What was the September? Week? September was when you started learning a lot into yours, um, which leads me to a segue. I'm going to start doing um, my bonus episodes once a month are going to be all about abilities and interviewing other psychics and getting their viewpoints on different things. And yeah, so you can look forward to that. It's weird. Is that we doing this for a year? Mm-hmm. Um, didn't feel like it. Then again, the pandemic kind of made everything move fast faster. Yeah. Um, and the whole reason we even started doing this is because we had, not say free time, but like I think we talked about before in the our first ever episode and probably part of the previous podcast that we were part of. By the way, if you want to go listen to that, um, there's not that many episodes, but no, there's. No, but it's in uh, not your average conversation uh, podcast. It's still out there. You can still download yeah. episodes. Granted, not the best quality, but. Um, because we were using computer microphones, yes, by accident, it was a total accident. But, um, the conversations we always had our pillow Mm -hmm. talk, essentially, which, funny enough, that was (laughs) one of my first ideas for our first uh, name for our, and so we learned the actual definition, asexual. (laughs) Anyway, but yes, our conversations we have at night before we go to sleep were always weird and interesting. Mm -hmm. And I remember I liked podcasts, I wanted to start one, and to start with you, and then we start talking about any anything randomly, but us and the paranormal made more sense because we were surrounded by it. Yeah. So, and then lo and behold, I gained abilities that are, I well, it took a long time to figure out what I am and, and what they're for and stuff like that, but yours, it was more of an awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely more, it was kind of the moment that I said, you know what, this is something that I keep shoving off. But it's obviously making its presence known. And, like, even though I have blocks and stuff like that, like, invisible kind of shields up from this stuff, stuff is still squeaking through. So let's go for it. And so my mindset from last year to this is, like, a 360. Like, my viewpoint on life, everything. And that's exactly, like, when I do those bonus episodes I'm going to talk about is um and that's something that i felt like compelled to do like i want to tell you guys more about my abilities and like interview other people that have abilities and talk more about spiritual awakening so like for my bonus episodes that are going to be coming up it's a lot of that and hopefully it'll carry through to the entire the end of the year and um i think i'm going to be writing more blog posts that talk about that kind of stuff so that there is some you know 
somewhere where someone can go that maybe has questions about their abilities or whatever and maybe you're not the biggest fan of podcasts like i know some people just don't like listening to podcasts but i guess if you're listening to it now then i mean anyways yeah anyways but if you'd rather read about like blog posts and stuff um it'll be easier that way and i am going to shift my focus a little bit more in this upcoming year for the blog that's associated with the podcast yeah yeah I forgot my train of thought for a second. <laughs> that was a lot. I know. I just kind of like spilled that out there. Oh, that's what I remember saying. And in us doing this for a year, by the way, if you've been with us since the beginning, like our first episode, mm-hmm. I applaud you. Yeah. Because you stuck through for a l- I had 66 episodes. Is that where we're at? 66, 67. Yeah, one of those numbers, but it's like right there. It'd be funny if it was 69. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, we've gained a a lot of friends do doing oh, this in the podcast world and the paranormal world. A hundred percent. Like I know um, one of the episodes that is going to be coming up sometime soon, like by the end of the summer is I'm going to interview and like talk with my friend Jess and Jess actually started listening to the podcast and reached out and was like, Hey, I have a lot of the same experiences and stuff like that. And we just like started connecting and then kid you not we're like best friends now like like she like whenever um i have a question about because like we're we're kind of on the same path as far as like spiritual awakening um and like we both firmly believe like because through spiritual awakening i have totally shifted my idea on past lives like i used to think reincarnation past lives like that was not a thing like in my viewpoint it's just you die and you go to heaven kind of thing but since spiritual awakening and, sp- and since looking at all of that, I have totally done a 360 and I am a hundred percent a believer in past lives and reincarnation. Hey, yes. Don't give away the whole episode. I know. Um, but saying that, I, I think like, have you ever met somebody and you're like, ah, oh, I, I know, like I've known you before, but like, I don't actually know you. Like it's weird. You're familiar, but I don't know why. And I think that. Like when I when I met Jess and when I talked to her, it was like automatically reconnecting with an old friend, and even joining the paranormal team that we um a part of. There is a uh, girl on the team named, funny enough, Megan. She also has abilities, and I immediately connected with her. Like we like it's like me, her, and Jess are so similar. It's crazy. Like, Which we'll talk more into that when we get to the episode. Yeah. Um. But from a different podcast, funny enough, uh, the podcast uh, Believe in Bizarre, mm-hmm. they just celebrate their yearly anniversary, yep. which you kind of start around the same time. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 Um, it was cool seeing how they progress as much as we progress in the same. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So they started a Patreon. Yeah. We don't have a Patreon yet. Yeah. I don't know if, is that not that we're ever going to have one? Is just uh, it's. I feel like our schedule because we're on a different like our live situation right now won't really allow us to do a Patreon because there's so much demand in keeping up with a Patreon. I work. I yeah. do this. We have a kid, and we're also parent investigators, and we're also talking about possibly having another kid. So yeah. you know, it's we got that going on over here. Yeah, it's a lot. So for I, I, us, it wouldn't be fair if you guys, you know. I had an idea if I would, uh-huh. were to do a Patreon, uh-huh. like bonus episode, just be me, like thirty minute episode, just talking about like the ideas of paranormal today. 
Oh my gosh. It's NPR, <laughs> right in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> no, as that will yeah. so many ideas. And definitely, I mean, that's something we could do in the future. Definitely, like maybe this year, put that as one of our goals to kind of. Since March took us forever. Yeah. <laughs> we still so don't have stickers. Hopefully, we get this into a year. Let's so that. yeah. But um, so it's been fun. Like I put it to you this way: I've met more friends and more people that I talk to on a regular basis through the podcast than I have my entire adult life. Honestly, yeah. Like it's crazy. Like Yami from Crypto Chat with Yami. Like she's become one of my good friends too. Um, Jose. Jose, yeah, like Jose. He's an active listener to our podcast. Um, Junior from Sinister Files, active listener. Um, Oscar from Induced Fear podcast. Like there's a lot of people that we've connected with. And the one thing about like the. Aaron or Crystal. Oh, yeah. Aaron from uh, Crystals, which. Um, Starting Family Crystals, yeah. which uh, anytime I need a crystal, yeah. go to Erin. Um, she actually sold me a pendulum that I'm now using. So that's interesting. But yeah, and like, it's funny, and there's still bonus episodes yet to be done that we haven't done yet that we were supposed to do, but had rescheduling problems. So yeah. there's still like, yeah, yet I feel to be like done. I feel like the like this beginning part of the year, but every is kind of like, but. The end of the year because we got Halloween coming up, and you know how we jazz up our episodes for Halloween. Yeah. So, um, thinking of which, I'll throw that out there real quick. I'm thinking for obviously we'll have like a finale type of like Halloween episode, but um, during the bonus episodes for Halloween and stuff like that, we are thinking about getting people on that specifically are keen in topics that we've covered in the past like believe in the bizarre with aliens because we know that they were really into aliens and like the concepts and stuff so isaac might be doing a aliens episode with them and then um you know a cryptid episode maybe something like that also other people that are interested in talking with yes and stuff like that so Um, but basically the main topic being stuff we've covered in the past yes Hopefully, get some new interesting perspectives. Um, not seeing, not talking about Luna Bazaar is not fun. Funny enough, um, <laughs> nah, I'll save it for something later. Okay. <laughs> I just thought of something, but I was like, nah, I'll just save it for later. Okay. Okay. And some people are like, what? What is it? What? Nah, don't worry about it. You don't worry about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but yes, moving on to today's episode, which, funny enough, would be an anniversary episode because it almost feels like this is the beginning, or not the end. But the beginning of something new, essentially, is the afterlife. Yeah. And what we mean by that is the aspects of the afterlife as it's viewed by different religions and different perspectives of spirituality and such. And I think this is like the catalyst to the paranormal in general, like the afterlife. That's what we're trying to figure out the why with. Yep. The all the all the scientific questions behind, and like I feel like. You're going to have more of a, a research kind of like background on it. And then me is more of a like psychic background on it. Like what I see from things that I see. You know what I mean? I mean I'm actually well, viewing the afterlife in a sense to a degree. The general population, the general popular, the popular theory. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say something smart, but 
It won't come out of my mouth the way I want it to. <laughs> um, the general, I'll try to say it again. The most popular theory when it comes to the afterlife, at least what most people believe, is that when you die, you go to a heaven or you go to a hell. Mm-hmm. Now, that's spanned across many religions and many different viewpoints, right? And it's not always heaven. It's not always hell. But it always seems to be the, the general um, yeah. assumption. And we know from our experience in the paranormal that there is such thing as ghosts. There is such mm-hmm. thing as demons. Other spirit forms of what you can describe are out there too. Angels and different forms of that. Um, and it goes to those who worship evil and those who try to practice light from when it comes to witches, warlocks, um, death dealers. Uh, death dealers? Death dealers? Death doulas? I thought you were just saying with a New York accent away. Huh? When you told me that first time, I thought you were saying with a New York no. accent. Because maybe the person that was talking like a New York accent, I'm a death doula. No. No, oh my gosh, no. Why does it sound like that when you say death it like that? Death doula. Why is it? Okay, it sounds like you're saying <laughs> dealer with a New York accent. I'm a death doula. <laughs> it sounds like that. What? That's what I thought you were saying it like that. Yeah, okay, whatever. I thought you were saying like death doula, like an accent. Or a bad Arnold impression, yeah. Oh my gosh. Ah, get over there, death doula. <laughs> Like a bad Arnold impression. That's what it's, I don't know. I thought you were doing it with an accent. That's why I thought it why? sounded funny. <laughs> Death doula. Doula. Like how they have a birth doula. It still sounds like you're saying it in an accent. That's <laughs> <laughs> a pronunciation. Then they need to change it. Yeah, it sounds like someone's doing an accent on purpose. Okay, whatever. Okay, let's just continue because I'm going to keep uh, wheezing over here. From psychics to mediums and stuff like that. Different people. <laughs> okay, you're going to keep laughing. That <laughs> doula. It's not like you say it with an accent. <laughs> oh. Hey, <Right>, whatever. <laughs> uh, I guess that's a proper version of what you call a Grim Reaper, a death dealer. Oh. And a different ability. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> okay, I compose myself. <sighs> okay, go ahead. And different abilities when it comes to the psychic realms and stuff like that. Yeah. So, there are those who can talk to the other side. Now, what the other side is, that's still yet up or that's still for debate. Um, where you go, again, up to debate. It depends on that. But the last thing I'm talking about when it comes to afterlife, especially is our perspective. You're going to laugh again, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not. Okay. Don't you call said- it out. When you call it out, it bust. But- <laughs> The laughter. Oh, okay. You hold my face. And like, <laughs> the perspective of what I now believe happens to us after we die, and it's not what I believe. It's I always try to see everything with a scientific point of view when it comes to the paranormal, mm-hmm. mainly because no one's going to take I, my. What we talked about in the first episode is that my hope is that the paranormal gets taken seriously as any other form of science, mm-hmm. and we're studied like any other form of science. Is that's my it's my hope, and for it to get even the amount of respect to get studied like that, you have to look at things when it comes to paranormal with a scientific lens. Mm-hmm. You have to debunk anything before you prove it as real. Um, when it comes to anything you experience, and that's what I try to stress to people when it comes to the paranormal. If you blatantly believe something without any try of proving it to yourself, you believe your house is haunted without investigating it properly, then is it or is it what you just think? Yeah. And when it comes to the paranormal, that's my mindset when it comes to scientific. 
And when I talk about the last thing we talk about when it comes to what I believe now, in a sense, um, I'll explain why I have a scientific view behind it. But um, to start off with, here's a short list of what, not all religions, because there's so many, but I'm talking about the most popular, um, at least the most well-known. When their forms of what the afterlife is. Um, Buddhism uh, is most people have heard of, but I think most people get the senses that uh, Buddhists believe in reincarnation. Mm -hmm. Right? You die, you come back. Um, the cycle of death and rebirth, since Buddhists don't believe in the existence of souls, yeah. weirdly enough, reincarnation means taking on another body in the next life. The intermediate states, or it's called bardo, by the way. The intermediate state is the time between death and rebirth where Buddhists experience different um, phenomena. Mm. So whatever their, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, in between heaven and hell, what was it called? Purgatory. Yeah. They're what their purgatory is. However, being re re the reincarnation cycle, being stuck in that cycle, um, the goal is to escape it mm -hmm. and reach nirvana. Mm-hmm. Which is above three. So you're trying to get out of the cycle of death, come back, be coming back, die, come back, die, come back, die, come back. Yeah. Um, and Nirvana is seen as a end of suffering to some as a heavenly paradise. That's the Buddhist belief. Yeah. Right. Christianity. If you don't know, here's a small summary. <laughs> um, before Jesus' existence, before the Savior, right? Mm hmm. People would give sacrifices to heaven and, and, and bounties for their sins. Mm -hmm. When Jesus Christ did what he did, die on the cross for all mankind, he paid the ultimate price so no one had to, had to do sacrifices anymore for their sins because he paid the price, the ultimate price. Um, that's the whole story behind that. And then if when you die, if you accept Christ, you get taken to heaven. If you don't, you get sent to hell. Yeah. It has nothing to do on deeds. doesn't have to do anything on if you're a good person, if you've never committed any kind of crimes. doesn't matter. If you didn't accept Christ, you ain't going there. So, kind of the harsh reality. And funny enough, Christianity is the only religion that has ever said, the only way to get to heaven is through me. All other religions have said, many roads lead to heaven. But Christianity was the only one that ever said, I am the truth, the life, and the way. The only good way to get to heaven is through me. Yeah. Right? Uh, which is funny that Christians believe in purgatory. At least they used to. Right? Mm -hmm. The Catholic Church said, oh, there's such thing as purgatory anymore. We just... That was something we thought of, but they keep changing the narrative. So, anyway, Hinduism, um, which is almost like Buddhism. I wonder if it's like kind of like Christianity and Judaism. Mm -hmm. They almost like they seem the same. Um, Hinduism believe in the reincarnation, right after death. But with their um, twist on it, is what most people have learned about reincarnation from Hinduism is that depending on how well you did, how well your karma is, is what you come back as. So you live a shitty life, you come back as something like a like a turd on the road or something. Um, if you did it good, and you come back as something different, so you can come back as anything from a blade of grass to an animal. Mm. That's Hinduism. That's what people learn when coming to reincarnation. Like, oh, depending on how well you did, it's what you come back as. Mm. Um, yeah. Here's a small thing on Judaism, which I have no grounds on Jewish belief or faith or anything like that. This is just what I'm reading. Oh, excuse me. Jewish afterlife belief depend on the individual's beliefs in Jews. Oh, depends on the individual's beliefs. So amongst Judaism, 
they have different beliefs. Kind of like Christianity with Lutherans and Methodists, Baptists and stuff like that. Um, focus more on their life on earth, but Jews believe there is an afterlife, but it can come from many forms. Um, some Jews believe in reincarnation cycle, while others believe in the world to come, a heaven-like paradise. Mm. Um, Islam, which is the other... F- if there's three sides to a coin of Christianity, it's Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, is Judaism was the faith before Christianity, and Islam was the other form of it. Um, Isaac and Ish- uh, Ishmael, if you know that Bible story. Isaac and Ishmael were sons of Abraham. Isaac was given Jerusalem from Abraham, and Ishmael was jealous, so he started off his own thing, which created Islam. Yeah. Um, well, that's the story we're told. But Muslims that believe in the death uh, is the end of the physical life on earth, but the soul lives on. The soul goes on to angel of death to wait for judgment day. On judgment day, the actions of their time on earth will be judged and determine whether or not they go to, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Janat, paradise, or Janamanam hell. Hmm. So they believe in heaven and hell as well, in the literal <clears> sense. <throat> and what is a new trend, apparently, that I've been seeing going around is spiritualism. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't mean you're of one denomination. You believe in a lot of things. Spiritists believe in the afterlife or spirit world. In a realm where spirits continue to evolve. They believe souls live on and take on their consciousness with them. They believe souls can interact with those living on earth through mediums and in the spirit world and the physical world. Interesting. So it's, let's say, kind of taking on what... Um, Siri, what we believe, or at least what we experience anyway. Yeah. When it comes to psychic mediums and stuff like that, they're taken a little more seriously outside of major religions. I'm not saying major religions don't accept psychics and mediums. It's yeah. just they've never seen them as the true point of talking. Um, like I said, I can't speak for other religions because I've never studied them, other from what I've learned from um, this small amount of stuff I've seen when it comes to you know, Jewish belief and stuff like that. When it comes to Hinduism, Buddhism, and, and Islam and stuff like that. Um, and most Islam kind of gets a bad rap because of, you know, terrorist groups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if you were a person in the Dark Ages, Christianity would seem like a terrorist group to you. Because yeah. the Templars just came through your city and killed everyone if you didn't convert to their religion. Yeah. So, <clears throat> every religion has their their bad, bad times. And, bad, you know, and yeah. people speaking for them. When they're not really what the real point is. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily talking about religion, right? Because religion itself um, can be used for evil as much as it can be used for good. Yeah. I'm focused on the afterlife. And what we've learned um, as our time as investigators is that the afterlife exists. Mm-hmm. The question surrounding it. What is the other world? That ghosts live on. Now I theorize in many different episodes. Of the fourth dimension. Um, where time and space doesn't exist. Or at least doesn't move the same way we experience it here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember the. Well you never saw it. <laughs> but if anybody out there has ever saw. Um, we call it interstellar. When he was in the fifth dimension. Mm-hmm. Time space. Didn't matter. Or it was matter but it didn't move the same way. As it, we see time and space. We see things linear. We're always moving forward, never back. Right? We can touch things physically in our space, but we're three-dimensional beings. Mm-hmm. Five-dimensional beings. Time, space, all that doesn't matter. 
You never live, you never die, because you never were. But you always are. It's very confusing, it's very hard to understand. And it's hard for us to comprehend because we are third dimensional beings. Mm -hmm. But how it looks, that amoeba of, excuse me, of interchanging time and how he moves through the fifth dimension to find a certain place in time where he could talk to his daughter, that was interesting. And what I think with the fourth dimension, because fifth dimension, I, what I theorize is where gods are, right? That's their dimension, the fifth dimension. Fourth dimension is where ghost demons are from. Demons exist on that same plane as well because time and space doesn't exist. Hence why if you record an exorcism and you watch back the footage, the demon still exists in that time and place, especially when you're watching. That makes any sense. It has to do with more no, time travel than anything. But time and space doesn't exist to the spirit adverse as, um, as we do. In a sense, we're, we're governed by our time and our space where we are. To the spirit, it doesn't. That's why you get residual hauntings, because they still think they're in their time. Even though everything's changed around them, they still think they're in their time, so they keep repeating what they did when they're dead. Um, as something intelligent knows that they're dead, and it moves with what's currently happening. And I think they have an access to the other side, or he's access to, to our side, knowledgeably. Either they're stuck here, or they choose to be here, because they don't want to leave. Yeah. And that's why we have to help people cross over, which... You've done it multiple times. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about that? <clears throat> yeah. So I feel like, okay, because before, before my spiritual awakening, I didn't understand crossing over. I didn't, because I thought like, you know, you die and you go over to the other side or you're stuck in purgatory, but like psychics and mediums couldn't help to cross over anybody. Um, but the first ever time I did that was at the, uh, one of the locations we go to on the team. And we, I remember I, I got drawn to, well, first beforehand, before the actual investigation, I had a vision of me sitting down reading a book because we were at a library. And, I had a vision of me reading a book to, um, I know it sounds crazy, but like kid ghosts, right? Like spirits that were kids. And so I, um, I, I got drawn into this room and I sat in the same exact corner and I said, we had like ghost tube out and everything I had said, um, does anybody want? Anybody here? Anybody want me to read you a book? You know, I got a vision. You sent me a vision that I was going to read you a book. Do you want me to read you a book? And we heard tapping and like little giggling. And um, I said, so, so pick out a book, pick out a book. Right. And there was Isaac was with me. And then one of the other investigators at the time, Haley. And we heard like a tapping on the bookshelf. And she goes, where is this? What is this tapping? So she followed the tapping and it was right next to the sign that said read, right? So she goes, okay, you want her to read, but what book do you want? And there was tapping. And it was this book about a robot that was having a hard time finding its home. It just felt like stuck at this place. And so um, we were sitting down and I read the book and I was starting to get teary eyed because it was talking about this, this little boy robot that had a hard time like he felt like nobody wanted him because you know he was a little bit banged up he was at this like thrift store 
And long story short, you know, this little boy comes in and is like, oh, I love this robot, even though it's, you know, like dirty and like whatever. And he took it home. And by the end of the book, you know, he he found a home, the robot, and was happy and whatever. Anyways, so before we get to the story on Ghost Tube, it was saying light, bright light, angel, thanks, right? And so as soon as I flipped to the back page and it said the robot finally found a home, there was like this euphoric, just light lifted in the room. And I was like, whoa, what is that? Like, what happened? And um, on the ghost tube following that, as we were walking out, um, on the ghost tube, it said, where'd my brother go? And that kind of gave me some validation because I, number one, it was a boy that I was seeing. Um, and the fact that that came on the ghost tube and all that stuff. So long story short, that happened. And throughout the whole time, this little girl was asking, where'd my brother go? Where'd my brother go? Like throughout the whole investigation. The next time we went back to that library, um, I asked, I went in the, the children's like room and I asked, um, you know, little girl, I don't know your name, but are, are you still looking for your brother? And all of a sudden this book goes flying. Like I even have a picture, which maybe I'll post it on there, but like the book came out and hit me as I was leaving. And it was this book called me and the robot. And it was a little boy hugging the robot. And it was a completely different book. Hmm. So that was my first kind of like crossing over. Um, I, it's, it's a hard thing to concept because it's like, you know, you're, you're human, you're psychic or whatever. How do you have the power to kind of like cross people? Like, and I think some people, there's something like an attachment to earth and they, you have to go to the like tunnel in a sense, you know? And I think some spirits, some entities just have a hard time cutting that cord on earth and going into that tunnel. Once they have a hard time, it's either they're stuck here in a sense that they don't want to move mm-hmm. or they all they know and they're afraid to move. True. Yeah. And there's also things, and this is what I, this is what I think. Okay. So a lot of people, you know, will say like demons don't exist, which I've seen. I mean, how honestly do you explain if you say demons don't exist, how do you explain possessions? Like, I don't get that. Most people, they, they say that it's just in the person's head. That's what they're acting I don't, on. I don't think so. Even the Warrens have time and time again proven otherwise through... Well, how does someone change to black eyes? How does that change? Or levitate or contort their bodies in different ways or speak languages they never heard. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. But I think... This is just from my experience. I'm talking about experience of what I've I've seen. Because like a lot of people say there's no children's spirits. Which I think that's a lie because can't a child get confused? Can't there be ties for a kid to stay here? You know, I, I, well, after, now, do I think demons mimic children? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You know, I think the original thought was behind why people didn't want to believe that mm-hmm. there were children's spirits. is because they want to think that God would keep a child spirit here. Mm -hmm. right but god enacts everything off of free will i think this is just my point of view don't come after me (laughs) i think god enacts a lot of things off of free will and i think 
you have to go to that tunnel, to that light. Like the best show, as much as it seems fake and seems corny, I feel like Ghost Whisperer has it to a T what psychics go through. Like to a T. I don't, it's not, granted, she didn't necessarily deal with anything bad. She dealt with like maybe spirits that were hurt and confused and whatever. But I do think like anything that's light and like good and, and confused and whatever, you're going to have dark things that take advantage of that. You know what I mean? Hmm. And I, and I a hundred percent believe that I feel like demons and stuff. Okay. People say, I know one argument is that, like, I've heard a psychic argue this point before, is that when she talks to people on the other side, all she sees is light, right? She doesn't see demons. She doesn't believe hell exists. She doesn't believe whatever. And that goes, my theory is that I think hell is on Earth. I think it is in the current plane. I don't think it's necessarily a place you go. I truly believe that hell is a place on Earth. In a well, sense, like I theorized before, what the fourth dimension is that our plane of existence, where we're on right now, mm-hmm. is happening at the same time as theirs. Mm-hmm. Hence, why they can be here on our plane because they go back and forth from it. Mm-hmm. Um, are demons stuck here? Uh, that's up to her debate between different people of the paranormal community. Um, they can be banished mm-hmm. away from the situation back to where they started, or at least their abilities are gone to where they can't possess anybody and it takes them a while to get back to where they were. Kind of what I do. Um, I absorb the energy of the dead. I take away the energy that they have to be on the plane. And to a point where they go back to where they started. Or they had to build up that energy again in order to be heard, be move, move things, be seen. All that energy that it takes to absorb and put them on the plane. Dark energy from dark evil things, from demons to dark spirits, um, can pertain and gain that energy faster because they, they dwell in fear and and uh, people's anxiety and bad bad emotions and that feeds them faster, which most people are negative because they think negative thoughts, which feeds them where they can get their mm-hmm. energy faster and they can be here longer and more potent. Yeah, human spirits have to focus on energy of like absorbing light, electricity, stuff like that, drain your batteries and such. Granted, evil spirits can do that too, but they seem to be more doing that just to mess with you. Yeah. No, I think like I for sure. For sure, I can, like, I can for sure tell you that I have seen dark stuff. Like, to sit there and say that there is not dark stuff. We both have. I mean, for me, like, it's it's like my mind is made up. There is dark stuff on there, in the plane, in, like, the world now. Because, like, I know, like, one thing that I have seen before that, I mean, I don't even know, like, there was this one time where you were feeling something out of the house, and there is a history um, of some darker stuff in our neighborhood. Like, there's an, a specific apartment buildings. I know one time they even, like, it, it's just, it's dark over there, and then there's, like, a, um, an area all the way that's got like like drug stuff and like just it's a it's a little bit of a poor poorer like trailer area and there's a lot of like drugs and stuff that goes on there and so there's like conduits for evil entities like Mm -hmm. there's drugs there's people you know that are depressed there's you know um all of that and 
<clears throat> I remember you, I kept saying like something, cause I, I saw and I like protect our barrier of the house. Like nothing, like I, I have it where, you know, like nice, you know, love and light type spirits can come through and if they need to communicate, they can communicate, but anything negative, get out, you know, like stay out. I'm not going to deal with you. And I remember one time we were going, it was late at night. We were going to McDonald's for like a late night, like run because it's open 24 hours. Mm. And I remember like telling Killian, like, Hey, don't go over there. Like stay back, stay back, stay back. And you were getting ready. And I was like, Hey, you might need to pull because I see something in the tree line. And the best way to describe it was it wasn't like devil looking, but it was like the best way I can describe it is gargoyle like. And there was an episode of, I forgot the, I forgot the name of the show, but it's a new Netflix show. I think it's something. It's something where it has, um, this creature thing. Cause I guess they fight evil stuff and whatever this creature thing, but basically it had wings, huge wings, kind of like Mothman, right? But it had like a gargoyle like face and body. Like it, it, and it was made out of like black coal with like red, red hue underneath. Like I've been seeing a lot of lava and like coal recently, but that's what it looked like. It's, it was made out of is like lava and coal and it had red eyes and it didn't have horns, but it had like something to signify like that's where horns would go if it had horns but it's this big winged thing and it didn't have like like it could close its mouth but it had like jagged teeth and it snarled and like i mean i i can't make that up like where would i pull that from you know what i mean like yeah you can have an overactive imagination but like and of course, like a naked eye wouldn't see that, but being psychic, you see things in your third eye. And that's what I saw. And I've just seen way too many things to say that demons don't exist because I've seen dark stuff. And I also believe too, that there are sometimes malicious spirits that are stuck here that get so corrupted with like evilness that literally they turn into not demons, but like these shadow creature things. I'm a firm believer on that too, which is weird. But some people are like, what the fuck? I think the show is called Legacies. What the show I showed you? Yeah. Yeah. Legacy. And it's like this creature thing in the, in the preview, it's like a tan color, but it like, it's walking down the hall. Like these people are hide. I guess students, it's in the school. The students are hiding in, this classroom and like the teacher is able a teacher has powers and she's able to make them invisible and this gar it's like a gargoyle like demon creature thing and it like is snarling and trying to find these kids and that's the best way to describe it but like its skin was made of coal and underneath you could see like a hue of red and its eyes were red all right um <laughs> yeah moving on anyway it's your tangent <laughs> yeah but in a sense, yes, and that's what I always search about when it comes to the paranormal and um, researching it and figuring things out, mm-hmm. understanding it. Because um, the only reason we became a paranormal investigator in the first place, and most people do, is to understand the afterlife, to understand what happens to us after we die. It's the biggest question anyone's ever had. Yeah. 
And some of you will give different perspectives on it, hence why different religions were created, to give an idea of what happens to us after we die. Different perspectives were given, but what I have discovered is the ultimate reason, and is what I not sorely believe now, but because even this scientifically proven proof mm-hmm. of the afterlife still leaves questions. Um, it has to do with the idea of reincarnation as accepted by other religions, but more of the concepts that, well, let me explain. What I what I've figured out and what I've discovered from there's this guy on TikTok, I think his name is Michael something. I gotta figure it out, find out here in a minute. But um what he proposes is what was uh discovered by two different people. And these two different people were hypnosists or hip hypnotists. Uh one being Michael Newton, right? Funny enough he's got the same name as the guy. Um who wrote the book Journey of Souls. Mm. Which is a book the guy wrote, which I'm get and I want to read too but he was a hypnotist mm-hmm. um, in the 70s I believe and the other woman who he worked with on occasion was named Dolores Cannon mm-hmm. she was a hypnotist as well and they hypnotized and re- regressed or regression past life regression people um, hundreds if not thousands of people and they all got the same specific answers from them when it comes to, sorry, they hypnotized them. They had people who could do past life regressions. Mm-hmm. And they got clear, distinctive answers from these people. Mm-hmm. From what happens in the afterlife, from their past lives, in details, mm-hmm. right? So the census of all this data collected is that when you die, mm-hmm. you basically go to almost a meeting place. Mm-hmm. And you discuss with a council, which is mostly your spirit guides. And it could be anybody and anybody. But most times, spirit guides, is theorized by a good friend of ours, Mike, your past versions of yourself. Mm-hmm. But who knows what exactly. That's what theorized. That's what must make most sense. But get moving on. What he, uh, the guy I'm talking about, uh, and this consistency between uh, Michael Newton and Dolores Ken, is that your spirit guides, you have a, a council meeting. And you talk about what you learned from your time being alive. Now, there's a lot of religions that have this perspective, not 100% detailed. Anyway, so you discuss what you've learned and what you want to do and how you failed and where you want to succeed, right? And in this discussion, you have a choice to go back and start over again mm-hmm. or depending on how you were. Now, this is separate from what is believed, but it's also part of it as well. Because like I said, this is not the original thought, and there's other theories surrounded by this one. Mm-hmm. The other side of that is that you have a choice to either stay in your created heaven, right? Because when you have ability in your dreams to control your own reality, lucid dream, you can create it. You can create your own reality. Mm-hmm. And depending on what you want to create is what is created. So if you're a good person, essentially, you've known good your entire life, you try to be happy, you try to create love and passion for other people, you'll create that kind of reality. If you were evil and you all you thought was pain and anger and you wanted to create that through people, you want to hurt people, you will create that reality because that's all you know. So essentially, you create your own hell and vice versa, create your own heaven. You can choose to go there for a period of time or you can choose to go back. And... When you make that choice to go back, you choose your parents. You choose your family. You choose where to go go back again. 
And a lot of people say, well, I didn't choose to be poor. I didn't choose to have abusive parents and stuff like that. Yeah, you did. You just didn't know why. Mm. And it takes perspective to understand why. It takes time. Some people get more clear. Sometimes it takes people an entire lifetime to understand the why. And some people don't learn the why and they have to come back. Yeah. I have learned the why. Why? Because I have figured this out. And I figured this out before I even learned this information when it comes to the, my past lives. And I have small amount, we both have past life regressed, uh, our past lives. And what I got most glimpses of is the West, 1800s, um, the Viking era, mm-hmm. uh, Aztec, which has to do with my bloodline anyway. But, um, and as far as back as the only, the earliest glimpse I ever got was ancient Greece. Yeah. Um, granted, these aren't like full tailed memories I'm getting. It's just flashes of like mm-hmm. a dream almost. And the further I go back, the more blurry it gets. But the most clear so far is the West. Yeah. Um, I try, I'm still trying to figure out why. I don't, I'm not getting my memories from the past. I'm not getting like what time I lived, my name and all that. No, I haven't got that information. Um, I'm still trying to learn this, but from the senses that I've figured out from my meditation and learning that and figuring it out is that that's what I've gotten. So. This is what I've started to believe because I can't ignore it because I'm experiencing it. And it's becoming the more consistent idea because of its scientific method behind it, how it's been proven through testing, essentially. Because you're testing hundreds, thousands of people giving the same answer. And you can't disprove because that's scientific method. You test something multiple times, try to disprove it, but when it's all given the same evidence, that's how you know you proved something. Yeah. So that is why I more leaning to that now more than any other form of spiritualism, religion whatsoever, because that makes the most sense. Um, and what I was getting back to the point is like when people say, well, I didn't choose to be poor. I didn't choose. It's a, you have to understand. And it takes, it takes a long time for stubborn people to understand everything that's ever happened to you happens for a reason. Your mother dying, your daughter, all the worst things you can think of happen for reasons. And it's, you don't, necessarily get the reason why you have to understand the why right it takes forever to understand the why and perhaps there is no other other reason from the back maybe just bad luck you know you made the choices to come to this life and maybe you gotta start over again and killing yourself in this city is going to be that that answer which is funny enough suicide in, in the afterlife is only frowned upon apparently well it's frowned upon a lot of religions but christianity being the first you can kill yourself you go to hell right that's like the that's the number one one, but other people believe it just um it doesn't doesn't work for you. Yeah, some other religions believe you don't go anywhere. Uh, it just it's just a perspective, but I never looked anything into it, so I can't give you know a proper say yay or nay on it. But back to what I was saying, that I chose my parents for whatever reason, and I I figured out the small details behind it. I had to choose parents that necessarily would. Allow me to speak the way I speak. I'm 100% Mexican. Mm-hmm. But I sound like this. I have no accent to my voice. I have inflection. I don't I don't have any, like, you would never, by hearing me speak, you would never guess that I'm Hispanic at all. And most people don't. That's what most people get my race wrong. They, they think I'm Italian or Russian or just a regular white guy who's just really tan. Never 
or even Samoan is what's been the number one thing what most people think now. Um, but I had to grow up in a family, or at least my parents, not f- uh, not force Spanish on me and not force Hispanic heritage. And essentially, like, they allowed me to live the way I wanted to as a kid in America. That's why I grew up essentially like that. I grew up Americanized. And I have the voice I do because the voice I have has to be taken seriously. Because, like I said, I believe that I'm going to be a pronounced voice in the paranormal in the future. And I have to be taken seriously. And no one's going to take a guy like this who sounds like this seriously. Right? They have to, I have to sound like this. And you could say, oh, I would take that. No. The generalist population, the generalization wouldn't take that person seriously. And my figuring out, find out, uh, was it a couple of weeks ago that my mother has psychic abilities mm. that she has suppressed for years, but has broken through small amounts of her detecting, um, when spirits are nearby. Most people either get that feeling, right? But she knows who's, who's by, right? It means to me where my abilities came from or my bloodline. There's a lot of other variables I'm still learning, but I understand why. And another thing that I learned as well is that family Luigi tends to stick together. Does it always happen the way it's supposed to? No. Sometimes your son could have been your brother. Sometimes your father could have been your daughter in a past life. And sometimes your 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 child technically was your parent in a past life. It it doesn't happen like who dies before who and who comes back. Right? So learning that, grasping that kind of thing, like, holy crap, which makes a little bit of sense of how I treat my mom, right? Because mm-hmm. so, it's something I, tr- I don't say I treat my mom like my daughter, but I don't see her as a, like, like she's in charge of me in a sense like that. Yeah. Right? Which grasping that, when people are thinking about that now, they're like, what? You know? Yeah. But, yeah, so the generalist concessions, concessions, uh, I can't see that word. Um, But the... My theorize is, is that that is the ultimate reason. But that still leaves a question. How are ghosts on the world then? How do spirits stay here then? If we die and go there and you make a choice to come back, why are there spirits on, the, on our plane? Mm. Because some people, well, we've said before, we have to help some of them cross over because they don't know how to get there. Yeah. So if some get stuck and left behind. And some actually choose to stay here. Yeah. So, they could be right and wrong at the same time. There's still a lot more questions into this method. But that is what, so far, is the most practiced, studied, and proven form of the afterlife. Yeah. And it is my personal thing. You don't have to say this is yay or nay. That what you believe is what you believe. I'm not going to disprove it on that. I'm just saying this form of the afterlife is is the most studied because they've hypnotized people past life regressed them and you know what the weird thing is too Mm -hmm. apparently not everyone who's here is from this planet oh yeah star seeds and yeah you could have been an alien on a different planet which leads the question is like why would i choose a human life apparently according to everyone in the spirit world Human life is the most desired life. Interesting. Why? Who the hell knows? Unless you get there and you figure it out. And another thing too, if we have been coming back again and again and again and again, then we've been choosing the human life over and over and over again. Yeah. 
And I'm in our main theory of why we keep going back is to fight evil. And some people are like, what? It, it's, you know, it's, I talked about this on lives and stuff like that in different episodes and stuff like that. We are investigators to essentially sought out evil and help people, human spirits pass on as any investigator should be right. Like following the footsteps of Lorraine and Ed or Ed Lorraine Warren, they sought to help people. They fought evil and they helped people who couldn't figure this stuff on their own. Yeah. They're kind of like, I'll say our idols in a sense, but they're what we try to follow in their footsteps of because their form of paranormal investigating was, I feel like what should have been done in the first place. They never looked for fame or fortune. Right, they never had a camera crew. Granted, around the time they were doing it, they were not really camera crews around. But even I think, even at a time if they were around right now, they wouldn't yeah. have one. At least they wouldn't like force it upon people. Yeah, which makes the paranormal world slightly disbelievable is with the entertainment version of it. Mm-hmm. Paranormal shows like Ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters, different places out there like that. They try to make it have an entertaining. Form will try to make it entertainment. Yeah. And that's why most people choose not to believe in the paranormal because they think, oh, it's all fake. People just do it to get publicity and stuff like that, which is true. There are a lot of people out there trying to do that. And, um, which is a shame because that goes against everything that we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to what I was saying. That's the consensus of what so far I believe. I'm not saying you have to believe it, but. I can't ignore the evidence in front of me from things that we've experienced. Yes. You look tired. <laughs> no, because you're just rambling now. I'm not rambling. Yeah. Anyway, we're making the point. Um, I forgot the guy's name. I'll look it up here. Michael Armstrong. That's his name. Um, I like his perspective when he talks about everything. Granted, he still has these questions open, but... If you ever want to go get more perspective on whatever I was talking about, I would go to him. Um, yeah. His TikTok and his Instagram, I believe. Michael Armstrong, you find him that way. Yeah. Uh, which I want to get him, him on for an interview because that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, and if anybody's listening, like if you're like a psychic, another podcast or something like that, and you want to, even a fan, I mean, we don't even care. If you're a fan and you kind of want to jump on or even come on one of our lives, make sure to reach out to us because... Um, like I said, everything's been kind of hectic and we're going to start getting back in the swing of things in the sense of getting these bonus episodes out, going on guest podcasts as well. So if you have a podcast, want us on there or vice versa, you want to come on here, let us know, DM us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been a year episodes and funny enough is when we, when we start with, or yeah, be our anniversary episode, which funny enough, um, Next week's episode, it's kind of making full circle, starting back where we started. With my ghost story. My ghost story is four. Which is going to be a mixture of our experiences mixed in with, um, mixed in with other people's too. Yeah. Not just that. We'll retell, we'll tell some people's, um, stuff. And so if you jumped in late in a sense to this podcast, you want you, you want to come with a recap of what we talked about before. I'll, I'll retell some old stories just because people like hearing it and stuff like that. But yeah, my ghost stories four, which is the fourth in, in with version of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we do appreciate you guys listening. Uh, you know, giving a shit about me and you just talking about weird paranormal stuff. Yeah. Um, 
and sticking with it. And finally, you know, uh, I know it took us almost a year to do it, but we finally got merch. So you can check that out. Yeah. Um, at our website, hiddenintheshadowspodcast.com, which has links to all our social media. Um, if you want to more direct, our Instagram is hidden in the shadows podcast or our TikTok at hidden in the shot six. Our, uh, TikTok at hidden in the, um, uh, hidden podcast two, which I didn't, you know, choose that. So, um, but yeah, and you can listen to us basically anywhere when it comes to podcasts. I know you listen to us wherever you listen to us now, but if you want to listen somewhere else, the links to it are, like I said, on the website, hiddenintheshadowspodcast.com. Yep. Um, so yeah, next week's episode, we're starting over again with My Ghost Stories 4. Yes. Uh, and looking forward to hopefully another year doing this with yes. bigger and better guests. I still yet to get my white well of a, um, uh, uh, interview with one of the members of Ghost Adventures. Oh my God. That's my white whale. It'll be hard. I'm going to get it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, looking forward to the more bonus episodes, having more people on. Doing more lives, more interesting topics and so forth. Um, cause me and Yuru's, um, psychic journey is just beginning. Yes. So who knows what's going to happen in another year? Yep. You know, there's more stuff we might have available in a year. Sure. So, uh, we appreciate you guys sticking with us. And if you want to go back and listen to old episodes, you can. Don't be afraid to. I mean, granted, the first couple, five or six episodes kind of sucked quality wise, but you can still listen to it. And always, and hopefully another year, be saying this. We'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes.